Hey everyone, welcome to Awareness with Ashley. My name is Ashley Stewart. I share a first-hand experience of what it's like living with idiopathic intracranial hypertension. You'll hear me call this IIH and migraines. I use my own experience to share what living with IIH and migraines is really like. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. My name is Ashley Stewart and this is Awareness with Ashley. This week, I want to talk about something that I actually just found online which is, do you ever feel robbed of your time because of having migraines or dealing with migraines? And so I want to give an answer to how I would have answered this a couple of years ago. And I want to give an answer that I have now, which is a little bit different because I've been on this whole spiritual journey and I've been sharing a lot more of that actually because it's my current present moment. I talk more about this on my actual locals page that's supporters only because I feel so weird talking about it. It's something so personal that even very few of my actual family members know about it. The only reason why they know somewhat about it is because of the fact I went on a retreat in November. I want to talk about this because I feel like we all have these feelings at some point during this journey. And whenever you hear about someone going through the same things as what you are, I know for me personally, it's quite therapeutic and you feel validated in that moment. And I don't know whether how I actually feel about validating other people's concerns or whatever in terms of my spiritual stuff like kind of gets a little rocky in there but I think when you're going through a rough time it's really helpful to know that you're not alone. I want to start with first how I would have answered this at my worst of how I was feeling. So I was diagnosed with IIH in September of 2018 I first started experiencing symptoms pretty much almost exactly to the time in 2018 right now. So in January of 2018 is when I was experiencing the first of the symptoms. In terms of that year, no, I didn't really feel robbed of time because I didn't really know what was going on, so I didn't really have an excuse to slow down. Now, after being diagnosed with the combinations of medications that were tried, I think the most easiest of answers is to say yes to this. Like, I do feel in a way that some things were taken away from me during my worst of times. Now, My worst of times with IIH are a different period of time compared to my worst time overall. I was the most sick in actually spring of the following year in 2019. And it was when I was on the medication to pyramate and I was also on acetazolamide at the same time. I still wonder whether those two combinations just put me over the edge in terms of side effects or whether it was a tolerance with the tapiramate. I honestly don't know. I probably, I will never know, but I think it's just important to mention that I was also on the acetazolamide at the same time as the tapiramate. When I feel the most robbed of my time is now something that I consider to be a massive positive thing. 
And I used to be really, really frustrated with this. And I think it's because society conditioned me to be that way. But in terms of now, I don't feel robbed of my time anymore. In fact, I take it as a cue right now that I need to actually slow down a little bit and I need the rest. And I used to feel so guilty about the rest that I needed to have in order to maintain everything. And I used to get so frustrated that, oh, I can't do the same things as people my age or even you know, people who have three or four decades on me. I don't feel that way anymore. And I really feel like this is a way for my body to say, it's time to take a step back. You need a break without getting to the point of burnout. I've been to burnout as well because I worked myself there when I was a student. And I've been there before when I've either been working on my other projects or whatever may be going on. I'm very, very bad at taking cues as to when it's time to slow down. And it's because I just grind so hard <laughs> until I'm essentially exhausted. Now I kind of feel like it's a physical way that my body actually tells me, okay, it's time, you need to slow down, you need a break, you need to rest. As much as society punishes people in terms of their judgment on rest, this is really, really important overall, and it's something that we shouldn't be scolding people about or shaming them for whenever they need to take a break. In fact, in my opinion, if society had things right, they would be encouraging things like vacations, days off, mental health days, all of that. You know, it's not always about constant grinding. I know that people who are successful will say, well, the only way you're going to be successful is if you keep on grinding. But the truth is, I really think that the best innovations take place in those periods of time when we're at rest. Every natural cycle has a period of rest. Like, so for example, right now we're in winter, a lot of animals tend to hibernate in winter and that's their period of rest as humans the only time we really are given a break and it may not even be a break because sometimes you're going harder than when you're actually at work on a vacation depending on what you're doing but the only time any of us take a, a break is during a vacation and it's often like a staycation where we're at home and we're not doing much. A lot of people frown upon this. They're like, oh, why aren't you going somewhere? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you should be taking your... No. Some people, we really need the time to relax and recharge. I know that extroverts and introverts kind of get in a head-to-head -head clash over this because introverts we need our natural time to rejuvenate and rest it feels like extroverts are always trying to drag us somewhere new so <laughs> there's that as well there's some people that just need more rest than others like I know some people that are probably able to function really really well and grind constantly but then there's those of us who need the break and that too. I think I tend to value my time overall just more in general having chronic pain and chronic illness. So if I'm taking the time to spend time with you, it generally means that I care about you and I want to spend time with you. And like my time well used to be very, very valuable and it still is really valuable. There are times when I'm struggling more than others and there are times when I'm forced to take a few more breaks because I'm dealing with more symptoms than others. But our time is very, very valuable. And so when it feels like, you know, you should be resting or 
you know, you should be doing something and then you're in a migraine and you can't really do much. But how you manage migraines, whether that be lying down in a dark room, whether that be in bed with an ice cap on your head, whatever that might be on how you manage it, which for me, at my worst, I I have this ice cap. I've actually shown it in old, old videos. I haven't used it in a very long time because I haven't needed it, which is a great sign. But I used to put that on and lie in a dark room for hours. Those moments are just, it's hard to put into words my emotions during those moments because at the time I was so frustrated, but now looking back, it really seems like it was meant to be. I don't know how to word that any other way, essentially. I've had migraines that have impacted daily activities, and I've had migraines where I haven't been able to go out. And like I've talked about before, when I've had migraines that would interfere on plans, it was particularly frustrating because when you're in those situations of especially chronic migraine and let's say you have a daily thing that you were to do with someone once a week and then you're stuck in a migraine you're not going out and getting out of the house again for that length of time like people think it would be just an ideal lifestyle if they could just stay home all of the time i think that a lot of people woke up to the fact that that gets really really old after a few days during lockdowns with covid so i'm hoping that we're kind of past that as a society that frustration that you feel is a very constant feeling with chronic illness and chronic pain that frustration that you can get out and do the things you want to do because you're stuck and forced to be in the position that you're in is a very very frustrating thing back then yeah i was constantly frustrated by that loss of time with my overall personality i tend to prefer being in my house alone and by myself that is just the way i am there's times when i like one-on-one time with people but for the most part like if you were to like give me a choice on what i wanted to do it would be being by myself it's just the way i am because i'm very very introverted i don't get the same feelings with fomo as someone who's more extroverted does i also tend to spend a lot of my alone time at home just naturally so the fact that i don't have much of a battery life even still after i get home from work or doing my creative stuff or whatever, it's not frustrating to me in the same way. I can see that being really, really frustrating that if someone was a lot more extroverted and wanted to be going out, how having no life or battery life is all would be extremely, extremely frustrating. And you would feel robbed of time with your friends for that reason. Now, I think when you're extroverted, you're going to be dealing with a lot more issues like how you deal with noise and all of that, particularly with sound sensitivity or light sensitivity because you're probably going to be wanting to go out and do things at particular places and not be in a house or maybe you're at another person's house with a quiet gathering. But, you know, how you manage that's going to be probably different no matter what you're doing. I think getting into something really critical is something that I just want to talk about briefly with 
opportunities and chronic illness just in general. So I've talked about my having a bachelor's degree in biochemistry and that essentially ended that path or anything to do with even trying to go down that road when I got sick. Let's say that I did want to pursue this path a little bit more and all of that. Now, I wouldn't for the multiple reasons that I've talked about and I talked about it actually a little bit today on my live show. Again, if you're wanting to catch those live shows, make sure you're following me on either well, I guess on both Facebook and YouTube because I'm going to be alternating the platforms, I think depending on how I'm feeling. I think I am going to be focusing a little bit more on Facebook though, just because YouTube tends to like the edited content. But honestly, with the lives, it doesn't really matter because all I do is I just upload whatever version comes out. As long as there's sound on it, it gets uploaded. I talked a little bit about this this morning and I wouldn't go down this path for multiple different reasons. And number one, it's just because I'm really, really happy with where I am. I talked about why. So I'm not going to give much more than that. A lot of people might be surprised when I answer this question the way I do. But a bachelor's degree, in my opinion, is never wasted. The lessons that you learn when you're in school, whether it be critical thinking skills or risk benefit or kind of those other things that come along when you're getting a bachelor's degree and this applies to pretty much anything and it doesn't really matter what you decide to major in depending on the school though if they're really good in my opinion they'll teach you this throughout your arts degree too but it's more I think it's more a little bit more common during a science degree because you get such a wide range of choices in what you take. Now, a lot of people call this a money grab and I kind of agree to a certain extent, but it, then again, it makes you a little bit more well-rounded well and an opportunity to try different things that you're interested in as well. So there's also that. You'd have to be given two paths. One is you pursue a career with your bachelor's degree if it's an opportunity, like if it's something you could do. So for example, I would have had to move provinces and live in somewhere that's very expensive. So for me, it would have been Vancouver or Toronto, likely. Even somewhere in Quebec, I think they have opportunities for those of us who have only bachelor's degrees in biochemistry. I didn't really look at this all too deeply, though, because I, I was sick at the time, so it really didn't matter. And now that I'm in a position where I'm happy, I haven't even tried to look into it. But let's just say those are the two opportunities that exist. I say bachelor's degree because of the way my marks were, I couldn't go any further. Masters wasn't an option for me because I didn't pursue an honors degree. The thing is, is this is so hard to answer right now because the way I truly honestly feel is I would not be, I don't know if I could honestly answer this question and be this happy if I hadn't had, if I haven't, hadn't have had the struggle and turmoil that I went through. I honestly believe that the reason I was open to starting meditation and particularly going down this path and journey of spiritual awakening was because of the constant suffering that comes with chronic pain and chronic illness. I am really have felt into that in the past couple of weeks and I really feel like it's the case. And so this is really hard to answer and I may sound totally crazy for saying that, but I really don't think I'd be in this position and I don't think I would have followed my intuition when it came to 
should I apply for this position when it came open? And all of that, had I not been in the position that I was in, like, I honestly feel like I'm right to right where I'm supposed to be. So with the robbing of opportunities, like, yeah, it may have closed some doors, obviously, but it opened others that have led to amazing opportunities. Like, I went on a meditation retreat. That meditation re- retreat revolved, involved so many firsts. Getting to meet two of my favorite YouTube creators was the icing on the cake. The cherry, I would say, is getting to travel and fly on an airplane, not only for the first time, but the first time internationally. And I did that by myself, too. So there was a lot of learning with that. That wouldn't have happened had I not been in this position. So it's very, very, very difficult for me to say this completely ruined my opportunities I guess if you look at it in terms of well what are you doing with your bachelor's degree maybe you could make that argument but I just don't honestly feel that way about it in terms of everyday things I'm so thankful to have a preventative that works as well as it does because the fact that I'm working and I'm not having to have a loss in productivity so often now means that I feel like I'm functioning at a level that's high enough that I'm not frustrated with it. When I do start missing out on things, do I feel robbed of time? Not really, because like I said again earlier, it's a sign that I need to rest anyways. What's amazing to me is how much this answer has changed in just a couple of years, and I would say even in a few months, to be quite honest with you, because like feeling into right now this feels like such a different answer than what it used to be I don't know if this is where I was gonna take this originally but so there's the way I would have answered the question back a couple years ago and a lot of that has to do with how well my symptoms were controlled but there's a way that I answered this before and a way that I answer it now it's really honestly hard a little bit for me to dive into how I would have answered it at my worst because it seems like I'm so far past that but answering this now is honestly quite simple the answer would have been yes a couple years ago and the answer is no now all right guys so that's the end of this one for today so if you're wanting to follow me across my social media platforms you can do so at awareness with ashley on instagram at awareness with ashley on tiktok if you're looking for some more fun things that i occasionally post videos to you can follow my own personal account at ashley enjoys music and you can also find me on facebook where you can find me live every sunday that i do a live i will post on there if i'm not going to be doing a live for whatever reason but i am going to try and stay as consistent as possible you can also follow me on twitter at ashley stewart 94 i hope you have enjoyed this week's podcast let me know if you have anything you want me to cover in the comments let me know if you want to share any of your personal stories with this i'm sure a lot of you would have very different perspectives on this particular question i'm sensing probably that there would be a very similar theme to it but let me know in the comments down below and i hope to see you guys in the next one bye everyone if you enjoyed this podcast please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcasting app it really helps get the show out there hope to see you again next week for our next episode
Bye, everyone.